Um, thank you so much, Mo, um, for sharing that. And I'll tie a little bit of what I have to share with what he said. Um, so thank you, Phil. Thank you, Dave, for giving me the opportunity to share tonight. Um, the, the, the pieces that I wanted to show good. Okay, good. No. Uh, is really to focus and talk about the power of God in us. Come on, um, so it's been a crazy two months, I would say. I've been in Orlando, then from Orlando, to went to California, from California, Keish, Nevada, then Arizona, uh, then Nashville. I mean, my kids were like, where are you next? <laughs> it's It's been that kind of uh, traveling time. Um, I was able to actually take my, my family with me uh, to... Uh, visit the Grand Canyons behind us, and we learned so much about this place. Uh, in fact, you know, I learned that the Grand Canyons itself is the state of Rhode Island. Uh, it's like one mile deep, which is like 5,280 feet, if you know, if you know the conversion of miles. It's 277 miles long yeah. and 18 miles wide. I mean, that's like a, that's a state. <laughs> and 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 it, it was you know carved over six million years ago. Now to give you perspective, humans have been on the planet, quote unquote, two million years, right? So this thing was around way before we were. God was doing what God was doing with it. It just brought us to a place where we were not. I mean, the, there's this little skywalk over there where you're like suspended in the air. It's like three thousand six hundred feet. And you can see clearly all the way to the bottom of the canyon. Mm. Needless to say, my wife was like, no, you guys are crazy. I'm not going. And we went, it was phenomenal, right? Just to connect. As you can see, and hopefully you can see pictures, my, my children were in, in so amazed that they, they just started praising God. And uh, it was such a great experience for us. And as I think about accessing God's power, mm. you know, the Bible says, Oops. All right. Okay. Give me a second. Nope. Okay. This is what happens with technology, right? Yep. You need to play by the Yeah, there you go. Take All right. Yeah, you're good. The Bible says in Psalms 95. Mm -hmm. Come on. For the Lord is the great God, the great king above all gods. In his hands are the depths of the earth. And the mountain peaks belong to him. The sea is his, for he made it. And in his hands formed the dry land. So when you talk about God's power in us, how do we access this power? We have, first of all, to acknowledge how powerful God is. Amen. Like if, if, know about you, about electric, electricity very early as a child because I was pretty adventurous and I did things and you did a few times. If if I told one of you that I'm going to give you a knife and I want you to stick it into this power socket and at home you can try this, okay? <laughs> so uh, a knife, you can, you can try this. Oh, no. No. 
No, no, no. A regular no, knife. How many of us would <laughs> stick a knife in a power outlet? Mm. Raise your hand. No, Nobody? No, no hands. No hands up. Why no volunteers. Because no volunteers. we know. Yeah. We would get an immediate shock. Yeah. We respect electric power, don't we? Yes. We acknowledge that kind of power, don't we? Yes. Well, how much more should we respect God's power? How much more should we acknowledge God's power? If you're going to access God's power, first you got to recognize what kind of power we're talking about. It is supreme power. It is all power. It is omnipotent, the Bible says. You know, I think a little bit about power source. God is the source of all power and all energy. The Bible says in his hands are the depth of the earth. That's what the scripture says. The mountain peaks belong to him. From everlasting to everlasting, he says he is our God. Do not let anything make you second guess God's power in our lives. Think a little bit about some of the things that sometimes want to make a second guess. So I'm going to go through this way. In Matthew 10, if you have a Bible, you can turn there. You probably can't see what's on the screen. The Bible says, Jesus called the 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and every sickness. These are the names of the 12 apostles. First, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus, Simon the Zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who betrayed him. These 12, Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely have been given, freely give. You know, by this point, in Jesus' ministry, the apostles had already witnessed a lot of miracles. He had gone through Galilee preaching the word, healing the sick. People were bringing him host of other folks that were sick with leprosy. And guess what? Demon possessed. He healed them all. The apostles had witnessed all of this. By this point, they had witnessed his power over nature. When he calmed the winds and calmed the, the sea. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 27, they even said, is this? Even the winds and the waves obey him. At this point, he had healed a blind man. At this point, he had raised a dead girl and brought her back to life power over death itself. Mm -hmm. And then he turns around and he says, I'm giving you the same power. Mm -hmm. wow. Can you imagine? Can you imagine being one of the apostles sitting there and Jesus, whom you had witnessed, that had done all these miracles, turn around and say, you know what? You know what, Sam? You've got the same power. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know what? 
You know what, Romeo? You got the same power. Mm. Brothers on Zoom, you have the same power. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Jesus gave the apostles this power, and the Greek word for authority is the power to act. Mm. Not like a passive power, not a maybe you can power, a power to do exactly what he had done. Mm. Guess what? You and I, we have access to the same. Come on. Why not take the scripture out of context? You see, these was for the apostles. They were supposed to go into town and heal the sick. This was like Jesus' ministry. No. You and I have access to the same power. How do I know? Well, okay. What Jesus says in John 17 is that my prayer is not for the apostles alone. I, I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message. Guess who? Guess who that is? That's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's you. That's me. Mm -hmm. That all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they be also, may, may they also be in us so that the world may know that, that you sent me. I've given them the glory that you gave me. They may be one as we are one. I in them, you and I love these words. I'm sorry, I, I get excited. I'm sorry. Amen. You and me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you. Jesus says, I, him, and us, while God in him. Like, like that's I don't know. I don't know last time we thought about what that what that's like. You you have this connection to Jesus. Jesus has this connection to God. He didn't say that I next to them, you next to me. He said I and them, you and me. God's all powerful, and we are in Jesus. Jesus is in God. God is in us. We have access to this power. Well, why do we struggle accessing this power? Mm. It's important to us. Yeah. But we struggle accessing it. It could be because we sometimes have this understanding of power that is limited. Right. You see, we're very, very smart people. And we've been taught in physics and mathematics, etc. We've got an equation for power. And our entire lives, we've been taught that there are limits to power, right? Then we become a Christian, and Jesus says, there is no limit to my power. What we know about power is that power is how fast energy is used or transmitted, right? Energy can neither be created nor destroyed by human beings. It's the law of physics. Only converted, right? Mm -hmm, yep. The ability to access that power is everything. Unfortunately for us, we live in the physical world where the laws of polarity exist, right? Mm -hmm. Like polarity is duality. Like for every negative, there's a positive. Mm -hmm. For every Negative, there's a positive. There's this war waging in our minds, in our hearts. Mm -hmm. That 
doesn't want us to even realize mm -hmm. the amount of power that we have access to. Mm -hmm. If we can stay in dark energy, mm -hmm. dark matter, dark thoughts, negative thinking, we will never access the level of power that the apostles yeah. got a chance to access. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a point, some of the apostles, disciples, they, they were doing so many miracles, people thought they were gods. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a whole nother problem now. I want that problem <laughs> But they access this power. So we know that in John 14, you, hopefully you can read it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, guys, you can't see it. Verse 12, it says, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have done, that I've been doing. And they will do even greater things than these, because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. Now, if you've known me, you know this. The day that I read those scriptures, I was like, God, you are in trouble. Mm -hmm. Because you said I can ask for anything in your name and you will do it. Mm -hmm. Wild imagination. <laughs> what I didn't know is that God's imagination was greater than mine. Mm -hmm. My imagination, is, as, as imaginative as I am, had no comparison to God's imagination. God's plans for my life, if I were to imagine what they would be, I would have never written them the way they came to be. It's been an adventure. The decisions that I have been made, that I've made through God's help, through following his scriptures, have been incredible decisions. Mm. Decisions that not only have saved my soul, but then have uh, allowed me to meet my wife. Mm. Oh, Meet my children. Mm. Where she not only met all of you, but then my children got to meet your children and they got a chance to see God's power. Oh, man. Amen, man. Relationships that will last forever. Mm-hmm. That in our struggles, we got the brother's breakfast. In our struggles, we got the brother's prayer. In our struggles, we have each other to call. That we can be genuine and honest and vulnerable with each other. None of those things I just said would have been in that story. But those things have made my life a wonderful life. Amen, bro. For his power in your life. Because your story is amazing too. Mm -hmm. If you were to write your own story, you probably would have screwed it up and think you God, He wrote your story because it is a beautiful story. Amen. Amen. Come on. Well, maybe you're saying, well, my story is not that good. It's not that beautiful. My son's a knucklehead. My wife is. You go down the list, right? Is it really? If you really think about it, is it? Mm. The other day I was thanking God for just something so simple. I was talking to my son about like who, you know, who's in your life, blah, 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 who, who are you talking to every day? And he's like, oh, don't worry, Dad. We, 
the teens, we got like a accountability group chat. It's like, what? you got an accountability group chat? He's like, yeah, we have an accountability group chat where we talk about our struggles and we hold one another accountable. It's like, if you're going to use technology, that's what you use. Come on. These guys here. Like, the story that God is writing in our lives. How am I doing on time? You're doing great, Greg. Yeah, man. It's a phenomenal story. What what gets in our way of accessing God's power? I don't know how much time I have. How much you got time? Hours. Which, <laughs> what gets in our way of accessing this power? Ourselves. Ourselves. Okay. What else? Busyness. Mm-hmm. Say what? Busyness. Busyness. Jim Wah. I am not going to repeat that. So that gets in our way. Selfish ambitions get in our way. Faithlessness. Sometimes the feedback you get from people can get in your way. Right? Past disappointments. Right? That's what Get our way. Of accessing God. We like we know his power. And yet we find ourselves denying his very power. For every doubt first that says God's power is able. This is why I love the Bible, because anytime I'm down, I need like coffee to get right back up. Because there is a verse that can get me right back up. Come on, man. God's power is able to forgive us. It is able to take care of us. It is able to protect us. It is able to provide for us. Never leave us. Support us, comfort us, guide us. It is able to free us from bondage. Mm-hmm. It sacrifices for us. God's power, hear our cries, our whispers, wipes away our tears, restores our joy. God's power is able to calm the storms that are in our lives. Are we accessing this power? God's power is able. To do immeasurably more than we can ever ask or imagine. Man, it's right. Accessing his power. Well, bro, if only you knew what I go through every day, you would understand. See, the fact is, when I wake up, you fill in the blanks. When I go to sleep, you fill in the blanks. Mm-hmm. The fact, when I, there's the fact is, and we listen to the fact is, the fact is, and the fact is. Um, Remember we talked about in this world, unfortunately for us, there's this law of polarity, right? Positives and negatives. Well, if we're putting a frame around our facts and we're focused very much on the negative, guess what's going to happen? You're going to manifest that in your life. You're going to manifest that in your life and your future. And you don't manifest that in everything that you do around everybody. It's going to impact your children, your wives, your, your wife, your, 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 your neighbors, your I mean anybody that gets close to you. You're gonna 
been talking to someone and they're just so grouchy and yeah. you're kind of like, oh, okay. Oh. Mm -hmm. It's because they're focused on that wrong part of the energy. <clears throat> so your day was like today, but if it was anything like my day, you had a choice. Mm -hmm. Nature was coming at you, so was mm -hmm. yeah. so that's gonna be like when you get home. But guess what? Negatives coming at you, so some positive stuff coming at you. Mm -hmm. What are you gonna focus on? Because what we focus on, people, create belief. What we focus on creates belief. What we believe can either activate our faith or doubt. What we believe can either activate our faith or our doubts. If you're walking around thinking, man, I'm going to go to work, it's going to be a horrible day. Guess what's going to happen? Have a horrible day. Listening to care about these little problems that I have. Not gonna respond. Well, he might not, because what scripture teaches that if you're gonna doubt when you're gonna pray, you might as well not pray. Faith is what believing in what you don't see, oh. right? That's what the scripture teaches us. To please God without faith. We call ourselves Christians. We focus on the things that Satan wants us to focus on, and we're not able to access God's power because we are not being faithful. We're living in doubt. Faith is believing in the outcome that you desire. Doubt is believing in the outcome that you don't desire. You wake up, you're like, you know what's going to be a beautiful day? And then you tell yourself along the way, no, it's not. And then you convince yourself it's going to be a bad day. You're praying about a miracle, and then you're telling yourself the miracle's not going to happen. Well, you know, maybe I'm asking for too much. No, you're not. Remember the scripture? If you ask my name, it will be done. Yep. All right. And uh, I know you guys think I'm crazy. No. Come on, brother. Creates this feeling inside of you. This feeling inside, he doesn't felt it. The feeling can do two things. It'll create anticipation, anticipation or anxiety. Anybody felt anxious lately? Mm -hmm. I would say 2022 was probably the most anxious I've ever felt in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Some of you know all of the shows that I went through. I woke up every day with anxiety after anxiety, questioning whether God was going to do the things that I needed him to do. And every time I questioned him, he's just swiping. And then he did it. And I said, oh my God, I fell down on my knees and worshiped him. Amen. God's power has the ability, when we access it, to make us fall down on our knees and just glorify his name. It's the last time you're like, oh, Jesus, you are Lord. <laughs> the word reaction to what God had done was just you had no other choice but to get on your knees and glorify his name. God's power 
has that ability. God's power has the ability to get your friends, your families, and your neighbors to fall on their knees and glorify his name. You see, if we change what we focus on, we access faith, we can anticipate that. Anticipation is the energy that we get when the outcome that we expect is desirable. You get excited. The outcome that when you're when you're about to, oh man, this is gonna be great. You're excited. The outcome that you expect is desirable. You're like, yes, baby. When 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 the outcome that you expect is not desirable, well, you get anxious. Mm-hmm. There goes the anxiety. When you're like, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna drive, I might not make it. Mm-hmm. Snowing outside. I'm gonna be on this plane. Oh my God, the the the, the turbulence is ridiculous. We may not make it. We get anxious when the outcome that we desire, we expect is desirable. It creates this wonderful anticipation, and and, and when we're in that zone, we access power. When you're in that zone of excitement, of belief, of just faithfulness, you're able to access power. Look, I believe this is like a universal truth. You don't even need to be a Christian to have this happening in your life. This is like laws of physics stuff right here. Non-Christians, they just look like they're doing great. Because they got an awesome coach like 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 Dave. <laughs> they talk of this stuff. They don't know that it's from scripture. But they are doing great in life because they're accessing the energy that God created that is available to all of us. See someone winning. Imitate. Granted. Imitate God. (laughs) Jesus says his power. Do it according to his will. I just wanted to share this with you guys because if you ever wonder why I am the way that I am, this is it. Struggles. I mean, there was a moment about bankruptcy. There's a moment I thought my wife and I, that was over. There's a moment I thought my children, yeah, I mean, we've all had those troubles. But those who have been faithful, they've been faithful because for every time Satan threw something negative, mm-hmm. they said, no, I'm not going to focus on that. Yeah. I'm going to take my thoughts captive mm-hmm. and I'm going to make it obedient to Christ. Yeah. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen.